Occasionally, myself and our coaching staff at DadStartingOver.com, we run into a client who has issues that go beyond the scope of coaching. They may have really severe anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and this is the point where our coaches stop and say, have you spoken to a therapist? What a lot of these men say is, I've looked into it, not a lot of options in my area, it can't work with my schedule, or I have an appointment schedule, but I can't get in for another four months. In other words, the need is there. They recognize the need. They see the value in the therapy, but the options for getting the therapy are extremely limited in their area. Well, thanks to our friends at BetterHelp.com, there is an option for you. BetterHelp is a unique service that allows you to talk to a licensed therapist from your area via your telephone or your computer. You can do voice chat with them if you wish. You can email back and forth. You can text with them all on your time schedule, all from the convenience of your phone or your computer. So check it out at betterhelp.com DSO. That's betterhelp.com DSO and get 10% off your first month of service with BetterHelp. Strapped to a metal chair, launched tens of thousands of feet into the clouds, and have gone hundreds of miles per hour for thousands of miles, sometimes over vast expanses of ocean. Did I hang on to my seat for dear life while screaming at the top of my lungs? No, I just calmly sipped my Diet Coke and listened to podcasts on my phone. Why? Because I was on an airplane, and everyone else around me was doing the same thing. We're all calm, if not even bored and waiting patiently for the captain to announce our final descent into our destination. The airplane trip is the perfect example of the effect our group has on our mental state. If you really sat and thought about it, being strapped into a multi-ton metal tube that's filled with highly combustible jet fuel and then launched super fast into the sky is kind of weird, if not terrifying, for any sane human being. But decades ago, we all decided as a society that flying is perfectly normal. Thousands of flights happen every day with zero issue. No big deal. It's nothing to freak out about. Some of you reading this, you're in the wrong group. Your group has poisoned your mind to the point where living life as a loser is seen as normal. I've been known here recently to get on women for adopting the mommy martyrdom persona. Too many women sit and play with their phones all day while literally guzzling gallons of wine every week because their social group tells them that they deserve to do so. Life is so damn hard as a mom. We deserve a big fat timeout. As human behavior dictates, this can and does go way too far, way too fast. A well-deserved timeout becomes the normal way of life and leads to a whole host of problems. Men, You are not immune to being affected by this loser mentality. I'm always amazed at how many men have lived decades of their life in a perpetual drunken zombie worker state. They count down the days until Friday. Friday comes and they drink excessively with their co-workers or friends. They wake up hungover on Saturday. They spend the morning, early afternoon looking like the walking dead. Saturday evening rolls around and they drink a six-pack of beer and they eat some shitty food. If they're lucky enough to be with friends... They go out and drink way more than a six-pack. 
Sunday, they wake up with a hangover again. Along with the hangover, they have that dark cloud of dread hanging over their head. All of us know that feeling. Fuck, tomorrow's Monday. People do this drill for many decades. Why? They will tell themselves, like every other loser in their life, that they have no choice. They have to support their family, so they have to take the shitty job, which in turn depresses them, which in turn pushes them to drink a lot of alcohol, which in turn makes them more depressed, and so on and so on. But what really pushes them over the edge into this state of perpetual loserdom is their social group. Hey, everyone else I work with does it. Everyone I've ever known does it. It's just what you do. You hate your job. You count down the days until Friday. You drink like a fish and you complain about your life. Then you go back to work and you do it all over again. This is how it is and how it always will be for me. I was talking to a coaching client about his admitted drinking problem. He told me that his early college days, it was just known that you polish off a 12-pack of beer before going out to party where the real drinking will happen. One dude, 12 beers. Holy shit, that's an insane amount of alcohol. Hey, he said, that's just what we did. It was normal. Me, you know, if my friend came to my house with a box full of Twinkies and just started eating one after the other for a total of 12 Twinkies, all before we head out to dinner... I'd probably look at him and say, dude, are you okay? And then he says, Heh, I never thought of it that way. Well, why did he not think of it that way? Because everyone around him did the same damn thing. It was just part of their ritual as a social group. It was hanging around a bunch of immature college kids who all thought it was really cool to get obliterated every weekend. To hell with their brain cells and their livers. It's fun to overindulge, right? Well, as any alcoholic in recovery will tell you, it's not fun. It's not funny. It's sad. They wish they could go back to their younger self and slap the shit out of them. Probably one thing they would say would be, get the hell away from those loser friends. I recently attended a basketball banquet for my son in high school. Everyone was encouraged to bring food to add to a buffet for all of us to eat from. Based on where I live, in the rural USA, I knew what to expect and I was right. Fried chicken fingers, insanely fattening casseroles, hey, at least one had broccoli in it, and a variety of desserts. If I were to get a small sample of each item and add it to my plate, as many of my fellow parents did, I would probably eat at least 3,000 calories in one sitting. That's what most of those sedentary moms and dads should be eating over the course of two days, not in one sitting at 7 p.m. on a Tuesday. In that case, the group think was obvious. When it comes to food, this is what we eat. Yes, I'm overweight, but that's fine because, hey, look at everyone else. This kind of loser mentality is everywhere. Yes, I keep using the word loser. I'm sorry. I know it may ruffle some feathers, but it's the truth. You know what you should and shouldn't do, but you do the opposite. And you use the most convenient excuse in the book to alleviate your guilt. Well, I mean, he's doing it too. It's immature, it's unhealthy, and frankly, contrary to popular think, very not masculine behavior. If you're one of those guys that like to throw the words alpha and beta around, which is a cringeworthy habit for so many so-called red pill guys, ask yourself if this overindulgent behavior on your part is inching you closer to the alpha persona that you so badly want to portray. Hint, no it doesn't. It does just the opposite. I'm not saying that you can't have some damn fun every once in a while, and I'm not saying you can't let your hair down and let loose on occasion. 
I'm saying that you need to watch your actions and be honest when it turns to excessive and unhealthy behavior. And we're not just talking about drinking either. Some real-world examples I hear often are such when it comes to eating the wrong foods. Well, my wife and my extended family, my friends, they all eat like shit. Trying to eat healthy is next to impossible with all of them. On the topic of not exercising, hey, nobody in my family works out. None of my friends work out. They all call me gay for going to the gym. On the topic of not growing your skill set or finding a better job. Hey, I was lucky to get this job at the factory. My dad worked here for 30 years and he has a nice retirement. My friends all work here. I mean, I hate it and we're all miserable drunks, but I'm not going to be the first guy to quit and let somebody else take this job. I'm lucky to have it. If you talk to people who have achieved what they consider success in life, most of them will tell you one powerful but sad truth. You're going to leave people behind. Friends, family, some really good people. And many of them will not support your path towards improvement. And many will actively try to bring you down. It sucks, but that's just human nature. Your discipline and your hard work are actively exposing their faults. And they don't like it. Nobody wants to be constantly told, you're not living up to your potential. You're wasting good years that you'll never get back. And that's precisely what your improvements are doing. Be careful who you associate with. Be careful who you use as your role models in life. Be careful who you take direction from. Even the people with the best intentions can bring you down and prevent you from living to your full potential as a man. If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information, like these podcasts, YouTube videos, audiobooks, courses, everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be. And if you're like a lot of men, there's something still missing. Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood, but none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on one-on-one coaching with myself, and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.